Hey everyone, welcome back to the Not That Clever Cast. I'm Andrew Medeiros. I'm Spencer Daniel. And I'm Colby Cyrus. Today we have a special guest. He's a content creator, a YouTuber, a podcaster, an actor, a writer, a director, a video maker. He does it all. George Ateratua, welcome into the podcast, sir. How you doing? Thank you for that intro. Really you appreciate it. <laughs> you, you really hyped me up, so I'm... I try, <laughs> dude. I try. <laughs> Every guest that come in here are actually not as impressive as we make them sound. Right. <laughs> Wait, am I your second guest now? Uh, you're our second guest. We've we've recorded a couple more guests. Okay. But uh, we they, some of the, one of them definitely needs a little bit of stuff cut out because... Yeah. I Ooh. you know Olivia from GSI. Yeah. She was on the show. Are you serious? Yeah. But you know, we, we went into personal stuff and she wants some of that cut out. It it's not personal stuff like stuff about her life, but like about people we know that she thinks well, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that she thinks she's like, ah man, they might know, so like yeah. cut them out. Same thing. Uh with Mia, who also I worked with at GSI, same thing. Uh and then we had her friend Alyssa come on. That podcast is gonna be released in a couple weeks. Uh, she's an author. She writes for thoughtcatalog.com. Oh, wow. Uh, and she's also an actress, too. Oh. So, yeah, we, we get some guests, man. Yeah, yeah. You guys guests. you guys know what you're doing. <laughs> so, uh, George, tell us, a l- you've been on the YouTube platform for quite a while. That's correct, sir. Tell us about your story on YouTube. Tell us about your story with content creating and where you were at the beginning to where you are now. All right. There we were, boys. It's 2009. Uh, I'm not sure when mu- movies came out that year, but maybe <laughs> Night at the Museum or Avatar, something like that. Right? Did Avatar, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, Avatar, Avatar did come out that year. Uh, I was merely a 13-year-old boy. Um, I think the year prior, I decided, I was like, you know, I want to go into acting. And then a year later, I discovered YouTube. Um, funny enough, back then, I would only watch, like, Mario-related stuff because I was obsessed with, like, wow. you know, Mario, the video games. So mm-hmm. I would, like, look for stuff like that. And then I, I found a little web series called Stupid Mario Brothers. And it's like it's very narrative based. There are a lot of fight scenes, like it's character development, all that good stuff. Which is like it really got me. Like, wait a second, these are just like normal guys. Yeah, making it. Yeah, making it. So I was like, you know, I, I can do that too. Yeah. So I at that point I wanted to make something Mario related, but then eventually I would be like, you know, let's just get sick of Mario. Yeah. For yeah, a while. Yeah. 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 Uh, and as obviously as you get older and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, still love Mario. Just yeah, yeah. put that out there. Who doesn't but, love Mario? Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, but yeah, that really got me my start on YouTube. At that point, I had a friend named uh, Tyler, and we would, he was originally who I started making videos with, and we made all these like sketches and stuff like that. Um, and it was a really good time. I really enjoyed doing it. Uh, and then eventually he uh, wanted out, didn't want to do it anymore, but I was like, but I still like doing it. So yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to be on my own for a bit. So yeah, over the past 10 years, I've been uh, focused on YouTube, just trying to make anything work. Um, still a small creator, but you know, hopefully, eventually, it could lead to some real success on the platform. Yeah, because I really love doing yeah. it. Awesome, man! How many channels have you had oh, altogether? It's been like probably seventeen, I believe. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's a lot, man. Yeah, but yeah. you've been on since two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like I imagine it's been it ten be years. What was yeah. the first video in two thousand nine? If you had to go back in the deck of cards, <laughs> I what um, was the first one. You're like, this is my first video. This is my jam. <sighs> I, I don't like bringing this video. Do up, it, do it. Now you want to go find it. Is okay. it still up? Is it still? Yes, active? it is. Oh, still let's up. do it. But no, the reason is because it's like a little offensive. Well, the title, oh, the title okay. is really. Oh. I don't know. You can't why. do worse than that guy from. Everyone SNL. was offensive in 2009. 
you can't do okay. worse than that guy that just got fired from right. SNL. So I just don't want to be look back. It's like, look, this guy's a monster. Look at this yeah. podcast, <laughs> the not that clever cast where yeah, he yeah. said this horrible things. Um, that but no. just happened to that guy, right? So Sean Gillis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the video was of my sister playing with Nerf guns. So I'm not even really in the video. You can hear my voice. All right, your career is over, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say the title though. Uh, all right. The title of this video was called Retarded Girl with Guns. So, <laughs> wow. no idea All why right. I called it that. Uh, yeah. For anyone listening in the future, we do not condone this no, type no, of behavior. Definitely not. Absolutely not. So uh, do not hold this against us someday. I um, genuinely have no idea why I called it no. that. but It sounds like you, you know it was a yeah. bad choice. 2009, yeah, people yeah. type yeah. that in. Oh, I yeah. regret it so yeah. much. Like, if I had access to that channel, I would, like, Probably not take it down, but just like rename it. 2009. How old yeah. were you? 13. 13. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 People say that. Yeah, I was in the eighth grade. So. You know, it happens. Wait, did you say if you had access to it now? Yeah, if I access to that channel now, I would like at so least rename you it. Do you not have video. access now? No, no. I uh, lost. But it's still active. I forgot the password. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot the password, so have not been able to get into that. I feel like not a lot of people are going to see it because I don't think people want to type that in no, to their no. computer. No, that's <laughs> the thing because I tried <laughs> looking it up recently and YouTube like hit it. Like yeah. you cannot oh. find it at oh, all. Yeah. YouTube's yeah. like, nah, this isn't cool. It was cool in 2009. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Back before no. Google bought us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you've been uh, creating on this platform for a long time. You've had mm-hmm. multiple channels. What is your? What are your active channels now? Uh, so right now the main channel is called imaginary work. Um, for the past year we've been doing like comedy style vlogs where it's like, cause I got pretty sick of like the day to day vlogs where people just like, all right, now we're doing this yeah. and now grocery yeah, shopping. Unless now, uh, it's just so like no, boring. Yeah. Unless you're like a yeah, vlog yeah, squad. Exactly. Member, yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah exactly. not, no one cares. Right. Um, but then we decided like, you know, let's take it into more like a comedic, um, sense where it's like, the point is like. We go into a video planning to do something, and then we do that, and then just end it there. Like people try, available uh, vloggers try to like stretch it out sometimes yeah. to mm-hmm. like twenty minutes to thirty minutes. Just so you like, just like straight to the point. Yeah, in yeah. And, out. and they would clickbait like in an hour. five minutes of the middle of right. it. So it's like, no, we're just gonna say what the video is and then just do that. Are you? Mm-hmm. Are you? Uh, are they scripted, or is um, it just like loosely no, based? And you just kind of like they're loosely the based. Yeah, okay. we would just we think of the concept ahead of time and then just try to accomplish that yeah how long do you usually make them what do you mean like, like the length of the video um it honestly depends because they could end up being six minutes or like 20 minutes oh cool. like uh i really like our thanksgiving one from last year where we decided to cook each other's thanksgiving dinners hmm. even though n- neither of us <laughs> knew how to cook it's a very fun video i really love looking back on that one and there's What's actually a segment amazing. there's actually a segment where we're just shopping at walmart so it's like we're being goofy in there and yeah. like all that it's always fun yeah what, what did you, did you make, make? Well, it's uh, Thanksgiving, Spence. Yeah, but I don't, you know, well, dietary restrictions, be, you know, Kobe. Yeah. You know, today, <laughs> today, in today's day, you could have like an all-vegan like turkey dinner. That's true. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. that's true. This PC culture. This right? PC culture. Am I right, boys? A bunch of guys doing a podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it wasn't even really that thanksgiving because I'm pretty sure I made him like, I, th- I think he made me a burger. And oh, I think I okay. made him. I that's like what Thanksgiving's burger? missing. Dude. Yeah, yeah, turkey. <laughs> Honestly, burger, yeah, right. if Thanksgiving was just turkey burgers instead of turkey, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I'm turkey burgers. They haven't football. made a turkey burger Thanksgiving burger. They probably have. Like at fast yeah, food places. Cool. Or? Yeah, yeah. I bet they, they do. do that at places like uh, hot sandwich places, like mm. uh, Earl's sandwich. They do like a Thanksgiving sandwich. Thanksgiving sandwich. 
Every time like, I th- I hear Thanksgiving sandwich, I think of Ross Kelly from Friends. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he like oh, packs yeah. my sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He loses his job after that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, white people and friends. Oh, am I right? Thing. No, friends is okay. Yeah. Uh, Ain't bad. I like it. Yeah, George. One reason why I'm really happy that you're here. Yeah. Is because I feel like you have had a similar path as us, mm. as creators, yeah. and what you've made, and what we've made, and what you're doing on your podcast, and what we're doing on our podcast. Um, I feel like we have a linear, linear mm. uh, path right. to content creating and, and creating in general. So I think that we can relate on a lot of things. We all nodded our heads, by the way. I just yeah, we were all clear. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, talk a little bit about your podcast. When did that launch? Um, so we started the podcast two years ago. It's called nice. Sophisticated Stupidity. Yeah. And I remember, I remember thinking, I was working at McDonald's <laughs> at the time. And I have a friend over there who knows all about my YouTube and stuff like that. And yeah. then he knew I loved podcasts. And so one day he was like, you know, someone who loves podcasts, I'm surprised you don't have your own. And then I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't have a story. Dang, That's what originally right. Andrew pitched to me. Um, yeah. Like before we even started Not That Clever, you wanted it to be a podcast. And I, I like, wanted oh, to do a podcast. Yeah. yeah. And this was two, three years ago. And I was like, I don't think podcasts are cool. Nobody, <laughs> nobody <laughs> listens to that shit. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, hey, we should do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> three years later, I'm like, hmm, do you know what would be great? You know what it was? If we Co- started a podcast three years ago. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe came around and goes, uh, guys, I'm leaving your show for a podcast. And we're like, oh, we're about to do one. He was like, all right, I'll do it. I, just, <laughs> no, I, never I love your impressions of these yeah. guys, by the way. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's never real. It's uncanny, isn't it? <laughs> it's never real. Yeah. Um, so what is your podcast about? Um, yeah, it's me and my friend and we just really, um, who's your content, who's your co-creator? Right? Yes. Camilo. Yes. Yeah. Shout um, out to Camilo. Yeah, of course. Camilo Munoz couldn't be here. Yeah. Unfortunately. Next time, you know, we'll do this again in a couple months. Bring him in. Yeah, sure. That'd be awesome, dude. Um, yeah, but the podcast really us. Wait, can we swear on this? Yeah, yeah you can swear on this. All right. We really shoot the shit for an hour. Gosh, yeah. damn it. We really we said shit. We're done. Yeah. All right. Pack it up. Yep. Woo. The cops are on their way. <laughs> George, how, this podcast is just going to be about how many times you could ruin your career. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why I can't go on other people's podcasts. Yeah, there I'm, just, it is. I'm a mess. Because <laughs> <laughs> on my podcast, I can cut out what, oh, I shouldn't yeah, have made yeah. that joke. But yeah. like here, No, I we like, keep it raw. We don't really edit. All right. We yeah, just yeah. throw it up. All right. Mm. And it suffers for it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but so yeah, fast. we really just talk about whatever we're interested in. So we, sometimes we talk about YouTube stuff, like what's going on in the community. And then we also talk about movies coming out and yeah, video games yeah. and TV shows. What was yeah. the last movie one you did? Um, Lion King. Did you see Once really? Upon yeah. a Time in Hollywood? Yes. I did. All right. Talk okay. to us. We've been about talking about, about that. For like yeah, yeah. We're going to do this in a row. I just listened to that episode last night. Nice. Yeah. So for all you people that are <clears throat> listening right now and that are like, I want to hear more about George. Well, you're going to have to wait because we got to talk about Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood. Again, so. <laughs> for the fifth time. Yeah, for the fifth time in a row. Yes. So go ahead. Tell us your, your thoughts on it. Um, I really, I liked it. I think it has some of that classic Tarantino pacing. And mm. uh, definitely Brad Pitt's uh, subplot is the best part of the movie for me. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he's amazing in that movie. Yeah. His yeah. character arc. Oh, yeah, for sure. And his story. Yeah. And the ending, great, of course, because I was like, you know, Tarantino hasn't done any of that blood. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen any of that right. gore yet. And I was like, and then they were like, as you go into the, like, the finale, it's like, this is leading up to something. I just don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could have um, gone anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So. We're glad it went down. You know what's did. funny about that film and Brad Pitt's character and his story is you feel bad for leo and you're like oh you know like his career isn't going the way it is but like 
Brad Pitt's character just wanted a piece, like a small little piece, and that's all he's gotten. And like he gets so much less than Leonardo DiCaprio's character. And the whole time, like you don't really notice it until the end where you're like, he's really the the tragic story that he doesn't really get his chance ever and he gets Mm. blackballed from Hollywood and like his story is a lot more tragic than like Rick Dalton, who just right. isn't, who's just an aging star. Yeah, yeah. When you and think he was about like, it, <laughs> feel bad for me. Yeah, <laughs> rather than the guy that like is working his butt off, taking yeah. all these like, <laughs> taking these like body stunts and like getting hurt and injured and still living in a crappy place, even with Rick like on his side, like, and he all he wants is just a little piece of Hollywood, and, and like it's still he barely gets it. Yeah, yeah. And then even when he barely gets it, it gets taken away from him, and you're like. That's the real like tragedy right. is like that he doesn't have more and he isn't getting enough chances uh, rather than Rick Dalton who's just like, I just did three Italian movies. And it's like, well, you know, your stunt guy hasn't gotten work in like years mm. and it, you just start feeling for him. And I, I think that's a really cool aspect of the film is his character. In that yeah, way. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, did you listen to our Quentin Tarantino ranking? Yeah, episode? yeah. You know what? Did you Let's agree? Just do it over again. No. All right. <laughs> so just, number five just, is <laughs> just give us just give us your top three, Tarantino. Uh, top three. All right. Uh, hmm, I was not prepared for this. Um, I feel well, like surprise. Sorry. Yeah. That's what we like to do. We like to bring in guests. This, I'm getting Ashton Kutcher. Ruin, ruin, <laughs> ruin their career and then unprepared. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. All right. Let's put Django first. Nice. Because mm. I think that was my first Tarantino movie, and I just. And I never really feel bored while watching it. Yeah. I just I, I like mm. the subject matter. And then let's see, number two. Now why why is that? Why do yeah. you like the subject matter? Another um, another career ending. <laughs> <laughs> I just really like slavery, you know. Oh man, <laughs> you know what? I'm not editing that out, so we're keeping it. That's actually we're doing sound bites now on Instagram. That's the one we're oh, okay, going to promote good, the yeah. episode. Good, good, it's good, just good. George that. saying that he loves yeah. slavery. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Honestly, you could just make a soundbite of editing, like just all just the bad things you picking, said today. Choosing words, <laughs> I say. You're finally gonna catch a break. You're gonna yeah. like go on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and we're so. gonna be like, yeah, but you said you like <laughs> our podcast. So uh, when I said the R word earlier, you can be like, oh, let me put that in soundbite. And oh yeah. yeah, it's gonna be all over Twitter by mm-hmm. the end of the day, and by all over Twitter, there's gonna be two t- people that tweet about it. Yep. <laughs> Colby's not one of them. No, Colby's like, <laughs> Colby's like, if <laughs> this guy makes it before me, I'm taking no. it. <laughs> Vengeance. Uh, and then number two, I'd put Pulp Fiction. And then nice, number three would be Reservoir Dogs. Nice. Mm. Okay. Great, right. great picks. Yep. Yes. Love it. Yes. Uh, now, you heard our episode. You heard Kobe's view on Pulp Fiction. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, what did you, f- how did you feel about that? Because he, he, he likes it. He just, I think it was too hyped for him. Is that true, Kobe? Would you say that? That people hyped it up too much before you saw it? I changed the first, my mind. Yeah, but the first time you <laughs> saw the, it, oh, the first time you saw it, the Tarantino episode, the first time you saw it, saw it though, that saw was it. a, yeah, I know, my Rhode Island <laughs> came out. Yeah. First time you saw it though, you weren't super impressed, and I think that's because I just don't think I understood it. Well, I, I think you also said off uh, mic that people hyped it up so much for you before you saw it. Yeah, I also watched it when I was like twelve, and I uh, wasn't that smart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's a movie I kind of be like yeah. smart and understand. Mm-hmm. When you're 12 years old watching movies, like, let me see some action. Let me yeah. see something happen. Then when you're like 12, you're like, this movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. No, oh, yeah. But then when you watch it, when you're more mature movie-wise. I got to be honest. I didn't like Star Wars until I was like in my teen years. 
Like when I when I saw it as a kid, like my dad was like, "Let's watch Star Wars." And we watched it, and I was like, "I don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "It's his sister that he just made out with." Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, uh, that's right, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and focus. <laughs> <laughs> it was this. It was the space. You're gonna learn a lot from this movie. <laughs> Jeez, man. Jeez. Just painting Andrew's father as a monster. No, he's a great man. He just had his 60th birthday yesterday. Oh, so very happy nice. birthday, Dad. Um, no, but you know, like you, you see movies at such a young age. I think like what Kobe was saying, and I don't think you just you just don't appreciate it when you're younger. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't definitely. understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm pretty sure if I watched Forrest Gump when I was like 10, I'd be like, "What is this?" Yeah. Like, I why don't, does he talk funny? Especially because the references. You'd yeah. be like, "Oh yeah." You can't say that you talk funny. You already have a video out that you made. Making fun of certain people. So, what do you mean? Your first video that you put out. Oh, that wasn't. But no, that we didn't make fun of people in that video. That was just the title. <laughs> I think, guys. I think this is a new segment where we're like, <laughs> let's let's dig up your past. <laughs> now that's you made this tweet skeleton. five years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I th- I think that's true. That you know, when when you're growing up, you're not as. I don't think anyone who's nine or ten or as into film as you are when you're when you start to learn more about it and get older so yeah um but some movies hold up from your childhood oh you know like toy story like you Mm -hmm. love toy story as a kid because it's just like colors and it's funny and like uh you know there's help and it's and it's big and so and it's disney so like you love it but like when you get older you look back at toy story and you're like no this is just a good movie man Mm. like this is this is well done yeah, it's it really just comes down to who's making the film and like their mm. intentions. So it's like, oh, it's just a kitty movie, fart, fart, poop, poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> there's some DreamWorks. Are, like, are you talking about the DreamWorks movie? No, no, I would never bring up Shark Tale or <laughs> <laughs> Over the Hedge. Hey, man, uh, I'm quality. not gonna lie to you. I love Shark Tale. That movie is ridiculous, but I love that movie. Mm. It's Will Smith is the fish. Yeah, uh, and then great. Jack Black's the gay like shark. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like, no, I'm a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> We're quoting Shark Tale. Yeah. Too. And then the Jamaican jellyfish. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was the guy from Cool Runnings, right? He I don't know. one of the guys from Cool Runnings. Mm. Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, but one one of the jellyfish was the guy from Cool mm. Runnings. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. Isn't Robert De Niro in that movie, too? Is, doesn't he play Jack yeah, Black's dad? Yeah, he plays, no <laughs> he plays somebody in that movie. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird movie. It's yeah. very obscure. It's very strange. Um, George, you have gone to VidCon mm-hmm. That's uh, correct. two years in a row, correct? Mm-hmm. Something we've never done. I don't even think it's come across our minds to do it. You're more into, I think, where you've been in the last couple of years is a lot more uh, like vlog-based, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you've also created like gaming videos, right? Yes, yeah. And like Mario videos. So you're mm-hmm. more... Uh, entrenched into that culture, I think the right. YouTube culture, yeah. than we were, uh, because we were just making sketch and we didn't really know a lot about that other aspect of YouTube. Um, yeah. So you went to VidCon. Tell us about your experiences with that. Tell us about both years. What were some good things that happened? Where are there any weird experiences from it? Mm. Uh, I'm I'm assuming it's just like a crap ton of people in a big convention center, right? Going to panels as fastly as they can, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's it's a lot, man. Um, last year, I went by myself, actually. Camille was supposed to go with me, but for whatever reason, he couldn't. What part of um, California is it in? Anaheim. So Anaheim. It's, it's literally right across from Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
And it's a very interesting experience. Like, I don't think VidCon is for everybody, honestly, because unless you're like very in the YouTube like community, like I am. So I don't know if you guys would enjoy it yeah. or, or not. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun going to panels, seeing like your favorite creators and like, Hey, you never know if you're going to bump into one, like in the hallway. So it's like, Oh my God, that's, uh, Andrew from not that clever. Whoa. Uh, guys, relax. Whoa, there's, a the lineup, there's a lineup of three people. I'm like, relax, guys. Right. Well, one of the Nick Robinson I'll get stories. to you. Uh, yeah, so it's very interesting. I think a weird experience was like from this year, actually, uh, because me and Camila actually did both go. And um, there was this guy who came up to us, and he was like, he, this was him. All right, guys. So what's the difference between you guys and me? And then I, we really had no idea where he was going with this. And he was filming us, by the way, for this, for his little video. Yep. And he was like, and we were like, uh, I don't know. And then he like, he had a huge tripod and he was like carrying the camera. That was, I was like, I don't know, you're carrying a tripod and we're carrying like a gorilla pod. Yeah. <laughs> and then just to really guess him, but it was like, no, I don't have a pass. I snuck into VidCon. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just, so he was so like that kind of he was like uh he was like one of those videos where it's like i snuck into vidcon yes yeah. yes that's uh, exactly stupid. yeah were so there a lot of those kind of people just like running around I with their cameras and oh everyone everyone's just like running around like madmen. Yeah. well everyone has a camera not they're not running around because security has gotten really good at vidcon yeah. over the past mm-hmm. couple of years like i remember it used to be really bad like before mm-hmm. i started going mm-hmm. But yeah, there are a lot of people with cameras. It makes you feel comfortable, like filming, honestly. Because okay. if me and Camille were to film publicly, like in Rhode Island, for, yeah. for example, it's like uh, I don't know, it's like we're carrying a camera. Yeah, but yeah, um, do over it. there, it's like it's like sanctuary for vloggers. Yeah, is everyone um, like running into each other because they're not actually looking at traffic? They're <laughs> like, like, hey guys, <laughs> what's up? I just ran like, into another koosh, vlogger. Koosh. Yeah, we yeah. collided heads. Yeah. We both have concussions. Yeah. And there was also a lot of TikTokers this year. Oh, uh, TikTok! The TikTok invasion. Yeah. Okay. So I can't tell you how many times I saw like Old Town Road TikTok being filmed as oh I walked gosh. by. Is were there just like flash mobs and stuff of people just like creating videos too? Yeah, yeah, just, like, like big like huddles of people. I want to imagine they were just flash like mobs the whole time. <laughs> 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 just these big choreographed dances the whole mm. time. Yeah, there's there was a lot of that. I don't know. It was it's it's a fun experience for me. I like going. I would hope to one day go there as a featured creator. So, do you want to shout out any creator that was super cool to meet? Um, yeah, I would say Gus Johnson. I don't nice. know if you guys are familiar with him. Heard um, of Gus Johnson? Yeah, yeah, he's uh big in the sketch comedy. Actually, he's like, I I like to think he's like helped bringing it back because like definitely over the m- several years, sketch comedy has been like shunned. Like, oh no, you shouldn't do that. It's just <laughs> much, um, and but their videos get really repetitive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Gus Johnson is like. Uh, taking sort of like a meme aspect to it where it's like this is very relatable a lot of people enjoy it so it's like it's not like what you guys would make which was very scripted and narrative based but um yeah i'm glad he, people like him uh are bringing sketch comedy back into like yeah. mainstream okay and yeah, then nice. also uh nakey jakey who's very nice he's a commentator he uh sits on a yoga ball in front of a green screen and like does a lot of fun edits nice. while uh nice. talking about a certain subject like he made a video on the Scholastic Book Fair, which is oh, like cool. very like oh, a, yeah. yeah yeah he does he does Childhood. a lot of nostalgic based things. So it's like remember these Disney Channel original movies and stuff like that. So <laughs> I do I do remember that. Whoa, movie. What? Shark Tale. <laughs> Whoa, Shark Tale. Uh, yeah, I remember that on the Disney Channel. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. No, that's awesome, man. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, you don't have to say any names because we don't want we don't want that. But 
Uh, was there any creator that wasn't as, like, didn't seem to be excited to be there or wasn't happy to meet people or just kind of seemed like they, they could care less about the experience? Honestly, not from what I can see. Good, I mean, good. the most, the closest thing to that is, like, uh, YouTubers don't really know how to end the conversation, so yeah. sometimes they just end up, like, walking away, like, <laughs> so it's that, that kind of, kind of weird, but yeah. just like, all right, bye, like, that sort of thing just needs to be thrown out there. Yeah, and like you were saying before, you are from Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. That's how we know each other. Yes. I worked at GSI, the Game Summer Intensive Program. Uh, Where we would put on two Shakespeare plays simultaneously. I yeah, guess. high school students would have three weeks to put on two simultaneous Shakespeare shows, full shows. Uh, and if you had a big role in one show, yep, uh, you had a small role in the other. So yeah. everyone kind of got their, yeah. their moment. Or maybe you have a middle performance and yeah. or two of them. Two yeah. middle performances, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, it's a great program for high school students, but I, I know the program because I was a student for it my senior year of high school, uh, and then I started interning there and working as an acting coach, and I was an acting coach while George was there. Yep, that's right. Yeah, and George, George played Bottom the Weaver in Midsummer Night's Dream. Very funny. Thank you. Uh, when did you start acting? Um, okay, so I guess I started acting when I came to high school because I went to the arts high school in Pawtucket called uh, Jacqueline M. Walsh. Yeah, JMW, right? Yeah, for the performing and visual arts. Is that a charter school? Nope, that is public. It's a public school. Yeah, you, you, but you have to audition, mm. obviously, with whatever right. major you wanted to go into. Um, yeah, I know I wanted to be an actor since I was 12, but like when I was 14 was really when um, the theater teacher there, uh, Karen Carpenter, yes. uh, gave me my shot to actually learn because I knew nothing about acting at that point. Um, so she really uh, taught me everything I know. So I like to thank her publicly right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna yeah. be listening like, "Oh my God, yeah. forgot about George." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who is George? <laughs> I mean, I did graduate in 2014, so I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, there you go, man. No, that's cool, man. Yeah. That's how you got started in acting. Yeah, and that's how I found out about GSI because there were kids from my school that went there. Right. Um, Nathan, obviously. Yeah. Um, so then uh, I started going like. Uh, the summer break between junior and senior, and then uh, yeah. after I graduated, did that my last year at GSI. Nice, yeah. that's awesome, man. Um, and you and Andrew, I I looked up to you, man. Like thanks, you were like man. like my favorite appreciate like uh, staff member. Thanks, thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah. it's crazy because it's crazy because you're 23. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're 23 and I'm 27, <laughs> so I'm only four years older than you. So right, I appreciate right. that you actually like took me seriously when I was trying to. To, to do that because it's the first time I was an acting coach at any capacity mm. or anything so it was very different for me um, but you guys were so so talented there's so much talent in Rhode Island acting wise theater wise and uh, yeah you wouldn't think but, but there is yeah. there's two professional theaters in Rhode Island mm-hmm. uh, there might even be more uh, but there's two um, uh, what is it Resin- resident theaters theater company um, I don't know if that's the technical term, yeah, I don't, yeah I don't we know we can sure. go with that yeah, yeah. There are two big professional ones, uh, the yeah. GAM Theater, which yeah. George and I are affiliated with, and um, Trinity Rep. Yeah, Trinity the Rep. Trinity Repertory Company. Trinity Repertory. Trinity Repertory, uh, Richard Jenkins, the actor. Yes, who yes. Used to, used to be a part of that. Richard Jenkins, the dad from Step Brothers. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. That's yeah. the reference I was going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how everyone You ever watch White House Down with Chang Tim and Jamie Foxx? He's, nah. he's in that. No, that's but I've seen Olympus is Fallen, same movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> I reference him in Burn After Reading. Yeah. Hmm. But I, I mean, I I think a lot of people they know him better. Yeah, yeah. That's Shape a that's water, a nice right? one for like career wise that you're like yeah burn after reading to be like oh he's good. Ooh. Yeah, 
He is good though. No, he is. Yeah. He's really good. He's also in that Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis movie. Um, friends yeah. oh, just friends, 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 yeah, just friends, yeah. or just friends, friends with benefits. benefits or that, like that. that year when all the <laughs> friends with benefits movies yeah. came out, that yeah. was crazy. five of them at once. <laughs> <laughs> it was Ashton Kutcher and um, Natalie Portman were the other one, right? Wait, yeah. they were in that? They were no, they were in a yeah. a, a, a similar movie. Oh, okay, that okay. same year. Yeah, actually, wasn't like Natalie Portman like a spy or something, and like Ashton Kutcher didn't know. I don't know. That Something could have been the she plot. Was, <laughs> she was living like some sort of double life. I think I know what you're talking. I saw Kobe's this in like, the I hospital. I watched that movie so. every day. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of obscure movie references in this episode. No, that's, what, hey, that's great. That's great. People can go out there and start watching more. Yeah. Uh, George, tell me. So you're an actor. Uh-huh. Uh, you're also on this platform. Uh, you're creating all these uh, channels and all this content. Mm-hmm. Did you go to school for any of these, like cre- like videography or, or um, editing or anything like that? No, not really. I taught myself how to edit um, through editing systems, and then nice. um, and then basically, yeah, the only camera work I've like, well, that I've like of holding the camera was like from videos. But currently, right now, I'm uh, uh, majoring in film and uh, CCRI. Nice. nice. Yeah, awesome. I literally just started uh, this month. So. Nice, man. Awesome. Congrats. Congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah, but yeah, we. I would say with the exception of me a little mm. like i was a communications major and i learned premiere pro a little bit mm. like i had like two semesters with it yeah uh we're all pretty self-taught like uh creators as well yeah do you think do you find that to be a common theme among creators yes yeah because usually if someone's like trained it's usually because they're trying to do like the mainstream like hollywood and like either work in new york or la yeah, like, yeah. really not for youtube that much if you're classically trained yeah I, I would agree with that. Do you find a lot of classically trained people on YouTube, though? Not a lot. Like, I know, I guess the biggest example I can make is Casey Neistat. Who, yeah. Who, oh, yeah. Who was, yeah. like, who HBO studied yeah. movie. And, like, yeah. From made, Connecticut, New London, from Connecticut, by the way. From New London, Connecticut. Oh, really? Is yeah. Which is oh, wow. uh, where <laughs> Spencer and I went to college Ooh. and where Spencer and I lived for a little while and where Spencer and I currently live right yeah. now. Separate apartments. We're not together. And a lot of people think that, but we're not. His parents own a coffee shop downtown. Yeah, yeah. they do. Money I don't want to say which one, uh, so that people don't flock there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be flooded. Yeah. yeah. Maybe um, good business for them. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Maybe. Yeah. We're not sponsored by them, by the way. Just so people know. Been there once. People aren't like, you know, you're putting out ads. But yeah, go ahead, George. Continue. Um, But yeah, Casey Neistat is one of them. But he didn't get success on YouTube until he was like, what, 35 or something yeah, like that? Yeah. So. How long was he on before mm. he got his success? I want to say like a couple of years at least. Yeah. yeah. So he grinded like he would make like these cinematic vlogs every single day. So yeah. It's like he's a That's good a person grind. to look up to. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, he's cool. He's really cool. He he's an all right dude. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Swell man. Yeah. 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 Got a good head yeah. on his shoulders. Yeah. He, he's got a good set of teeth. You yeah. Know, I gotta I gotta admit. <laughs> got some long locks. <laughs> so George, you're familiar with our work a little bit. You were saying. Yes, uh, I uh, listened to all three episodes of the podcast that are nice. out currently, and I binged the Mel's and Hell series. Nice. Um, what did you think of Mel's and Hell? Um, very interesting concept. I was like, that yeah, it makes sense having Satan as a roommate. Um, that was fun. I I'm I am upset that it was like left off in the cliffhanger. Like, well, the thing was, two yeah. Let, out let's of the episodes, let's spill the Mel's and Hells to you right now. <laughs> so it's still Mel's and Hell-tea. still post production. The last two episodes, two of them oh. were actually flagged by YouTube. Really? Episode four, the mm-hmm. mockumentary. Okay, yeah. And s- episode seven? The last one that's up? No. The one before the last? No. 
the one after that, the last one. The one after the last one? Yeah. That might be eight. Yeah. Because I think so we only had eight, three left. Eight and four were flagged. Why? Really? Yeah. No idea. They didn't give you a reason or anything? No. Like, like the uh, word hell? Devil? <laughs> yeah. Not too much Christianity. <laughs> hell, hell is in every episode, but for these two. Yeah. No, it might have been. I, it was, um, I don't know. They didn't give me a reason. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it'll be finished at okay. some point. It'll be finished. Right, I'm just saying. It's been seven months, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Get your asses in the gear. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it, it's a it's a fun series. I like seeing uh, Pastor George and oh what God. was your character's name? Al? Al. Al. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pastor George is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like playing Pastor George? He's all right. What did <laughs> nah, you like about it? <laughs> I don't really remember much about him. I kind <laughs> of expected more of like um, a good back and forth between Pastor George and Satan. Kind of like, um, I don't know why. There's I a little bit more in the last oh, episode. Because okay. I thought in of the last like, episode. it made me think of um, uh, Breaking Bad with um, Brian Cranston versus um, Hank. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So that's kind of what I wanted to see from Satan and Pastor George. That'd be yeah. Cool. I yeah. think I could spill the tea on the alternate ending that we had originally because uh, that's not going to be filmed and that's not okay. going to come out. Okay. Um, so you'll see the series. You'll see how it ends mm-hmm. uh, originally when it comes out. You'll see all that. But the alternate ending is uh, the family goes down to hell, try to defeat Barbara because she may or may not have taken over the, sp- the underworld. Right. And so as they're trying to defeat her, um, Mel confronts her, uh, and then they, em- oh, sorry about that. Uh, they embrace, um, and then it's revealed that they, uh, that Mel is actually, um, an arch, an archangel from hell, mm-hmm. um, and that they plan this the whole time to, really? to rule the underworld. And, huh. and, um, Mel, that's not actually her family, uh, they were under some some sort of I don't want to give away too much. They were under some sort of uh uh demonic trance in which they thought that she was. Their mom actually uh Cassie's mom actually died a while ago and that Mel saw a family without a mother in a good town and said, This is where we'll do the planning. Mm. Put that same trance under Satan, so he thought he had family on earth, he did not. So they, Barbara and Mel, take over to hell together and and rule the underworld. Wow. And that's how it ends in the alternate version. Yeah, yeah. Which is something that I thought after the fact, I was like, man, maybe we should have gone with that because it's kind of crazy. Mm. I like it. But uh, that is probably not going to get filmed, that that version. So since it's not, we'll, we'll talk about it. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Let the people know. But it's it's kind of a cool concept, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and then we got a a new series coming out. Uh, terms and conditions. Is that going up on YouTube too? So, no. That's going to be on Vimeo, most okay. likely. It might go on YouTube too, but it's not directed towards YouTube. Yeah. That's that's not our goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Kobe can talk a little bit about terms and conditions and some of the things we want to do with it and and it's uh, what the series is about. It's just not. It's like a departure from the other stuff we've done. You know, it's more. It's like a longer, full length, like twenty-two to twenty-five minute episode. Oh, okay. So it's like a real pilot type series yeah you know and it's it's set about like modern kids like straight out of college probably like our age like 23 24 mm-hmm. who just go into the workplace right you know for the first time and the things that get in their way yeah you know like whether it be like a, a boss that does too much or asks too much or relationship problems drug alcohol problems and the problems all 
collide mm. and like the individual parts and the characters have to deal with things they never thought they would at this point in their life and yeah. aren't really ready for yeah you know so that's interesting and it's it's fun because like i said it's a lot of things that you see like every day in the news like whether it be like in the harassment or like a drug addict or something like that that comes to to light mental illness type things and it it's just it's different because like we said we're not going to do it on youtube yeah. We're gonna put it out. Probably and it's live. dramatic. It's a lot it's more dramatic. It's a dramedy, yeah. but it's yeah. more or a or a dark comedy. Right, right. But it's it's way more dramatic than anything we've ever done. Mm. So we're probably gonna focus it more towards like festivals and other things like that to hopefully get a platform that looks at it. Mm. Yeah, proof concept. Yeah. Get some yeah. people behind it, you know. Uh and and really push it on a different level than we've pushed some other things, you know. Mm-hmm. Plus I think Spencer definitely can attest to this how we're kind of how youtube is kind of uh it could be annoying it could be an annoying platform to to be on um and there can be a lot of negatives behind being on youtube just just from a lack of support standpoint would you agree with that spence yeah for sure yeah right even with like uploading right like i mean you got flagged for two videos that you uploaded without reasoning yeah, mm. which is which is really strange. Yeah, sucks. What's yeah. the whole uh, like they don't count your proper view thing? That's like going around. Yeah, like so they'll like lie or like not let you get viewed. Is yeah, that real? so there's a thing that's been happening with some people. I don't know if you've heard about this, George, or like it's happened to anyone you know. But uh, some YouTubers, uh, smaller YouTubers, but still within the thousand subscribers, will say like, uh, you know, my YouTube counts aren't aren't are not what they actually are like they're not being projected the way that they actually have been seen um for example someone did a video about it the other day how uh, at one point they had you know 5000 views on a on an episode and then it got pushed down to 2000 and like so they've been capped and things like that and i know for us it happened on one of our videos where we had up to uh like 500 views and then the next like 2 days our view count went down for some reason yeah. on the videos that we already uploaded that already had a view count. Yeah. Um, so that's something that's Could I've heard that's been fishy happening. business in YouTube. I just don't think, don't I think George anyone. can attest to this. I don't think Maybe. they support you if you have under a thousand subscribers. They no, just don't absolutely care. not. No, yeah. they tend to not because I remember like, I think it was like a year or two ago. They, um, cut off monetization for smaller creators. So yeah. it's like, you know, you have to have yeah. a certain amount of views and a certain amount of watch time, certain mm-hmm. amount of subscribers. But do you think they control that? Uh, what do you mean? Like, do you think if they see someone coming closer, like something that they don't see a lot of profit from in the future, do you think they'll oh, like? Oh, do you think they would sabotage that? Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, no, just because I don't think they would care enough to do that. Yeah. It's like, because if it's like, it's a, if it's a new creator that has just like this new audience, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we'll start pushing you now. Yeah, just, uh, just more money for them in the yeah. end. Yeah, exactly. So I do, th- I do think the whole concept of demonetizing things because they're not like kid friendly is stupid on YouTube. Yeah, like, that that was a fun era when that first yeah. exploded, in like twenty sixteen. I know why episode four was taken off. Why? You're smoking weed. Oh, yeah, I do smoke weed. In oh, smoke. Yeah, My character yeah, smokes yeah, weed in the episode. Yeah, fair I don't actually, but it's like a, it, a yeah. pretend. Wait, wait, you're not smoking weed in the actual video? Oh. Guys, uh, not everything's a lie. Not method. Man, I thought I was Joaquin Phoenix out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, that, that might, that's probably why I got flagged. But I know that there are some creators that have more mature content out there that have 
a couple million views and they're not monetized at all. Right. Like I, I did a video earlier this year getting drunk for the first time. That's like, a great episode. Yeah, if you yeah. haven't seen it, that is hilarious. George gets drunk for the first time yeah. on camera, and it's and, and did very well for the first time. Yeah, for the first time. Yeah, it oh. hap- we filmed it January, like literally first week of twenty. How could people find that episode? What's it called? Um, getting drunk for the first time. <laughs> <It should>. Just <laughs> and oh. you can also look up imaginary work with it. Imaginary work. Like, that's okay. the channel. That it's but on. it is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Keep talking about that. Um, about uh, the demonetization thing. Yeah, about how that, that got demonet that something happened with that. No, no, um, no. I was saying it because it didn't get uh it slapped or anything with a strike or anything. Even yeah. though like you smoking weed in an episode did. Yeah. Yeah. Me know. smoking not know. real weed got yeah. flagged, and you getting actually drunk. <laughs> <did not. laughs> so that's so. That's, what kind of narrative YouTube pushing, guys? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. Maybe like, well, you did conspiracies kind of with YouTube. <laughs> Conspira- YouTube conspiracies. You did lash out at the whole about. mockumentary thing, so maybe they took that personally. Yeah, mm. we did. We made it fun of. You saw that? Just it, kidding. Uh, no, did you see that episode? Mockumentary. It, yeah. 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 We made fun of the fact that there are shows like uh, Modern Family yeah. that are mockumentary style oh. for no reason. They don't tell you why. Yeah, you know the office. There's a concept behind it. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, it leads into the finale and yeah. everything. But with yeah. like Parks, Parks and Rec, and Martin, Martin you're like, Campbell's why the hell right. are they talking about us breaking the fourth wall? Yeah, you know. So it, I always thought that was kind of annoying. So that's why we wrote that episode. Yeah, I liked huh. it. I thought it was funny. Thanks, man. Um, so George, your top three most viewed videos have close to a combined view count of a hundred thousand views. Right, close to it, very close. I think yeah. within like two thousand views or something like that. Mm. Uh, and then you have some episodes or some uploads that only have maybe like 10 views. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's so hard to contain uh, consistency on that platform? Um, you know what? I That's one of my problems over the past 10 years. Is like I really, uh, for the majority of my career on YouTube, I haven't like made videos for a lot of people to see. It's just like what I wanted to make. It's like, oh, it'd be funny if we did a sketch like this. And like yeah. it did nothing. Mm-hmm. Like it would get like seven views or whatever. It's like, it's whatever. But those videos in particular that blew up, um, one of them I really don't understand why, um, but the other two I get because it's like it's um, people it's something people would want to see. So like poop anxiety, that's a good it's a good title for a sketch. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's not even a good thumbnail to be honest, but it still has like ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, views. ten thousand views, pretty right. good. Um, but yeah, and then it's, it's also I think the reason it's because it's short and it's like relatable. So it's like I remember poop anxiety actually got like passed around on Reddit actually. Did which it? Which is why it um did so well awesome man. um i the only reason i know that's because um in analytics it shows up uh what external websites are leading to that videos and then right. i saw reddit and then i saw the poop anxiety video blowing up so i was like put two and two together it's like it has to be that video that's <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah True. so shout out to whoever put that on there kobe just comes out he's like i did it yeah i didn't even know it was the, you. the mastermind <laughs> behind yeah. it it was a very relatable video it was we yeah. were saying that throughout the whole thing right and then another one of the videos that blew up, which was like, which was um, teaching people how to unlock the uh, Luigi's Mansion Stadium in Mario Super Sluggers. Okay. And like, wow. so, and the, yeah, the video is literally just called How to Unlock Luigi's Mansion Mario Super Sluggers. So it's like, and that was a thing because I remember not knowing what it was. I saw this ominous fog in like the overworld map. And I was like, what is that? I, I've never seen it. And then one day my cousin was like, why don't you try doing this? And then it unlocked it. And I was like, whoa. So then I was like, All I have right. to make a video on this because like, there must be people out there like me who had no idea Struggle, how to do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So that made it. And then people bl- uh, found it. And, like, Yeah, it blew yeah. up. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are a lot of comments on that one that was like, 
oh, you, this kid's a creep. Like, well, I, and I didn't understand. Like, I don't know why people are calling me a creep. But I, I just, it was just the way I presented myself in the video, I guess. Like, hey. You looked really young in that video. Yeah, I was 14, I want to yeah. say, like 15. And they were like, this 14 year old's a creep. Yeah, <laughs> somehow, yeah. And you're like, he's barely like a kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> they really roasted people me out. on that video. Yeah. yeah. They're like, look at this 14 year old idiot <laughs> trying to live his dreams. <laughs> what a moron. <laughs> I know how to do Luigi's Mansion, idiot. You don't yeah, explain you don't it to, have to me. You have to tell us. Stupid. <laughs> stupid guy. Stupid 14-year-old. He's got dreams. He's trying to make it. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, that's funny, though, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's an interesting point of view on it. Yeah, um, hopefully going forward, I can like start making videos just like, all right, maybe a mainstream audience would like this. I don't know. We have a couple of series ideas we'd like to do nice, going man. forward. Like, um, I know there was one where it's like we make commentary videos on like movie trailers. So it's yeah, like, oh. nice. So it's like taking the concept of how YouTubers like make fun of like another YouTuber, for example. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, look at this idiot. And then yeah. I could do that with movie trailers. So it's like, look that, at this. isn't that a crazy thing <laughs> that so Cage. many yeah. that people <laughs> have made so much money just commenting on other people that create? Right. Isn't um, that on that platform? Yeah, like yeah. other YouTubers. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Uh, Cody Ko is one, but he's yeah. he's actually pretty funny. I like he's yeah, funny. yeah. I yeah. think Cody Ko is one of them who's like does it in a lighthearted way. It's yeah, not bullies. Like look no. how ugly he is. Even like, though yeah, everybody do does that. say he's a cyber bully. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Especially Jake Paul. Right? Yeah, yeah. You making fun of me? Yeah. Jake. Everyone's making fun of you. Tiny Meat Gang. I've listened to a couple episodes. Yeah, that's him and his friend Noel Miller. Yeah, they're so funny. Yeah, they are. I listen to them. I love their That's Cringe series. Yeah. Yes. I have a question for everyone at the table, so you can all answer it in your own way. So all eight of us. Yeah, all eight of us, and four of them have not said anything. The huge production staff that we have behind us with hundred people. No, if for those of you, I see your director waving his arms. Yeah, yeah. Stop! 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 So this is for everyone. We've all had sketches or videos or short s- films or web series that we've put out to YouTube uh, that haven't always gotten a lot of views. Mm-hmm. Does it bother you as a creator, all three of you, uh, for things that you've put out that haven't gotten the views that you wanted? Or is it more that, well, I made something that I wanted to make in my way, so I... I don't care about the views, so that that's kind of the question I have for for the three of you, and I know how I feel about it, but I I don't want to answer until I hear from you guys. I'll start. Yeah, I I used to care about the views a lot, like when we were first starting. And I was like, why aren't these getting views? Ugh! And I was getting all pissed and everything. But now, for me, now that I'm more a little more seasoned, like mm. with maybe a little pepper, right? Because I'm still I still think of myself as a very very amateur. <laughs> Now I don't want anybody to see my stuff because nothing's ever going to be good enough in my eyes. You mm. know how you are. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, like everyone's like, oh, this this is actually really good. You're like, no, nope, nope, it sucks. <laughs> I, yeah. It wasn't my original vision or like something wrong with this. I don't want anybody to see it. So that that's me from mm. that. <laughs> Colby, what about you? Uh, I don't know. It's it is. It depends on what the, the work is, mm. in my opinion. Like if it's something like. When we first started making the videos, we didn't know what we were getting into, really. Because, like, yeah. we never did the YouTube before. We didn't, yeah, like, right. know what to expect. Right. Like, we didn't know if we are going to put a video and it's going to get 100 views or get zero. Right. You know, we just had no idea. And then the thing I, like, it's hard to, like, grasp is the idea that w- would you watch the video yourself if you weren't 
yeah. the one making the video. I think that's yeah. a question that a lot of people forget to ask. That's what I. That's why how I started realizing. Like once we started doing it, I was like, if I wasn't part of this, I wouldn't watch this. Mm. And not to say it's bad or anything, but like right. you're just not gonna click yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. You know. Right. And once I realized that, I kind of didn't care about the the views either. Mm. I'm like, maybe if we do something that's people like like and want to watch or like mm-hmm. familiar to them, they'll click on it. You know, but if not, it's just four random dudes or f- with girls just doing a scene yeah. that they don't know with no actors or no people they recognize. Yeah. What's going to make them want to click on it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of viewed it. It's a tough game playing YouTube because, oh, like yeah. you said, it's, you never know till you know. Right. You never know when you're going to make the video and you just got to keep trucking along. Yeah. You know? so we really didn't have our niche. Yeah. Um, but now, like for us, we're kind of steering a little away from that. So we don't really care as long as we're working on, like... Yeah, we're more on like the that we project next level stage, you know, like yeah. trying to make things so we can make bigger things later yeah. on, mm. yeah. you know, but I don't know. How about you, George? Um, well, I remember I made a Mario series um, after I stopped making videos with Tyler um, and I ended up doing like four seasons of the show. And then around the fourth season, I was like, all right, this is going to be the last one. So it mm. uh, ended up with Good Bang. Yeah. And then it ended up being the most popular season. So I was like, all right. Now, and now that I'm getting <laughs> views on this yeah. uh, show and yeah. Lucky Bum about to stop uh, ending it. Mm-hmm. So it was like kind of a tough place to uh, be in. But then um, ultimately, I was just like, all right, I'm going to move on and start doing sketches. Exactly. Um, yeah. How do you go about promoting? Uh, that's an interesting question because I think that's another aspect of like, I've never been really been good at, yeah. um, I feel I, awkward about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Very, me too. Cause it's like, Definitely. I, I hate like, I hate forcing things on people. Yeah. 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 But I've heard YouTubers do that. And like now they're like very successful. Mm. So yeah. it's like, but, but like that's, but, that's their life. That's yeah. literally their bread and butter. Yeah. Five days it. a week. Yeah. Seven days like, a week. right. 20 hours out of the 24 hours of the day. Yeah. Like, because Ultimately, like I Crazy. like like I have an imaginary work Twitter and imaginary work Instagram, and then I post mm-hmm. them on that. But then I also like would re- 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 retweet it from my personal yeah. account and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's hard because it's like, I mean, not many people follow the imaginary work Twitter, so it's like. Do you, uh, what are your takes on like paid promotions? Like, you know, how you can like boost and like do all that stuff. Um, I think. I think it's fine at the beginning of your career mm. because I did that once for like poop anxiety on the Facebook actually. Yeah. Mm. It does um, help. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. Because ultimately if you do that and if it's like a really good video and people love it, then it's like that ultimately might be your ticket. Yeah. If you just like paid $5 to Facebook, like here, right. Spread this one around. Why don't you? Yeah. And it's not bad pricing. No, no like it's, it's not awful. Cheap. You just have to pick the right video. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. That's the tough part, you know, because right. it's like, you don't get the view count said. from like Facebook embedded, right? Like no. the embedded in Facebook? No. no Those no. don't count towards YouTube, right? Yeah. No, no. Not anymore. Not at all. It used to be, right? Yeah. Some time ago? Yeah. Um, maybe. Um, I know Facebook has their own like little app revenue thing, but yeah. Yeah. but that one's more of like an excluded club. So it's like only yeah. the elites can like make The Instagram money on. one is really good. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found some success on that, I guess. So some what do you what do you guys think attracts people to the good YouTube video? Like what makes a YouTube video or channel the one that's going to be the one, um, you know, like the that's million an views. interesting because there are some channels who make a viral video but yeah. then like don't know how to duplicate that success. Like uh, that, that was all I got guys. That was my one <laughs> magic trick. Mm. So it's like, you have to make something that goes viral, but then that could be made into some sort of series. So it's like, Oh, I can yeah. do this and this and this or like over and over. If that's some type of recipe. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which a lot of people can't seem to find. I mm. find, mm. but 
Would you? This is a weird. This is like a moral mentality question. Okay. YouTubers, I could think like kind of like, not. I can't think of the proper phrasing. They kind of like sell out their human beings because they're so much in front of the camera and being this guy in front of the camera instead of like that they're not a real who they're off camera. Yeah. You know, then they get viewed as that guy all the time. They have to walk around as that guy. Yeah. And they're playing. They're not playing character. Like it's different when an actor plays a character because they're playing the character. Then they're off screen as themselves. So as I was saying, is there any way for like YouTubers or people of the bigger magnitude to like not like it's a bad term, but like not sell your soul to like be a YouTuber? Mm. I know like it's all like there, the financial gain, the recognition, everything there, but they're not allowed or not to say not allowed, but like not able to distinguish themselves as, you know, me here off it, me there on the screen because they're doing the vlogging, they're doing the right, everyday right. thing. You know, you think that gets to them at some point when that's like they have to like no way of decompressing. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure. That's why like I feel like artists in general like go through some sort of depression. So I definitely mm-hmm. think that would happen with YouTubers where it's like there's no like really escape from it because it's like because it like blends, you know, because it's like what you said with vloggers do. It's like because technically they're vlogging their life, but then they also have a life outside the camera. Exactly. But then it just starts to blend at some point. It's just like, that life is editing. Yeah. How long do you yeah. think you can keep that up? You know, I figure at some point you're going to have some downfall in your social and personal life. Right. You know, um, if you do it every day hmm. where you're going to be like, I can't eat, have a dinner with my girlfriend without putting it on are camera. You talking, I can't you, do this. <laughs> I can't do that. Are you talking like bigger YouTubers? I'm talking about anyone who wants to go like down like the vlogging yeah. train, you know, because that's a deep commitment of it's pretty much like every day, like Truman okay. Show type stuff. You're mm-hmm. always in front of everyone's eyes. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to be successful in that field. You know, like, so when do you kind of like pull it back or do you pull it back or you just accept what it is i mean i think well it depends on who you are and like what you're trying to gain mm. out of it like if you're just solely based on the money then you're just like i'll just keep doing it whatever but if like you do want to um help out your mental health then you're gonna all right i have to step back maybe go to once a week video stuff mm-hmm. like that just because you know it's like this isn't good for you and like if you need if you don't make a change soon like who knows what's gonna happen yeah well, that's that- true you know, that's a conversation that comes up with the three of us a lot is how do you, especially from an acting standpoint, how do you how do you make it without selling your soul in a way to, like, sell out to, like, you're just doing something to to get there yeah. and you're not being honest to who you are as a yeah. as an actor or even as a person. Um, it's where kind of, like, your creativity and your business and your personality all get thrown into one thing, mm-hmm. right, into one mix. And you kind of lose sight of who you are and what your morals are. Yeah, a bit. for sure, for sure. Because I know for me, because I've definitely had that question to myself, and, and it's like, I mean, and, and I've, n- I know truly in myself, it's like I don't do this for the fame or the money, because oh, yeah. it's like I truly mm-hmm. enjoy like just creating. Yeah. Whether it be on YouTube or being getting to act in a project or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I know that. Uh, I feel this way with a small group, not even a majority, a minority of managers or agents you might meet they don't want you to be who you are yeah i I felt that way when kobe and i met some agents pretty recently Mm. Uh, just a few though not a lot most of them and i feel like good managers and good agents want you to be you when you talk to them but there's definitely that feeling when you meet some of them that are like you know don't don't be you be an exaggerated version of yourself i think it also goes in the fact the manager and agents know 
when they see you and when they talk to you that you, or watch you perform or anything, they know that unique quality of yourself mm. that like you don't take for granted because it's you. Like yeah. they see it. Like I see, like you see anyone perform. They're like, oh, that guy's really good at that. He's really good at that. Oh, I can see him in that. And that's why I think managers, agents look at people that way. They always want them to have that turned on because they know that's like their meal ticket, whether that be funny, smart, charming, you know, that type of thing. That's, I, that's the way I look at it. Like they kind of want you to be the thing that will sell you mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know? but I, I think there's a difference though between that because I think that's all managers, right? And ag- mm. agents, they want that. And then there's a difference between that and being like, well, if you want to sign with me, you got to change everything. Mm. You know, I think, I think there are a lot of managers and agents that want you to be you and to be the best version of you. And I, and I think that because they know they could sell you as your best version. Mm-hmm. And then I think there are others that are like, well, you got to do it, you know, my way or nothing. Yeah. And I think it needs to be a collaborative effort um, on everything that you do creatively, you know, because if you're going into auditions and, you know, you're, you're putting things on your resume that aren't necessarily true, that like you're being told, you're being advised to do, or um, there you're, you're acting a certain, or you're going out for things that you don't feel comfortable with, but they're advising you to anyway, even though you tell them that, uh, then you're not going to, I don't think you're going to get work because I don't think you're going to be passionate about the stuff that you're going out for. Mm. Uh, I think there needs to be a collaborative effort on both ends to where you got to sacrifice a little bit and they will adjust to you a little bit, you know? So I, I think I feel that way with the process for sure. Mm. Would you agree with that? I mean, it's, it, it all differentiates and scales of yeah, things. Yeah. You know, I'm sure all the big time agents, they just have their people, their, their people and they, the people that, they have on their roster already make them money. Oh yeah, you know, big like time, the big time agents, big time they agents don't care don't, about that. Yeah, they don't. But at the small scale, they're everything. trying to mold you because they they see you as that kid trying to make it, and they think they can. They mold latch you within on. yourself. That's though, what I mean. They I'm try saying. to like latch yeah. on and see what they can get out of you if you have anything or worth to take the risk on. You know, that's yeah. what I think. But I think the that's difference a, is. that's what a good manager, a good agent does. They mold you into your best version. Yeah. I think there are some out there though that want to mold you in a completely different person. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Definitely. And like take away some of the things that you that you value and things like that. Uh, so it is tricky. I feel like. Um, so George, as an actor, uh, do you audition a lot, or do you? Is it like? Are you at a point where? Because I think we're at this point too, uh, where we go out for things, but we know that we can control the things that we cr- can create and we can make roles for ourselves. So that's why we do it so often. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you in a place where you're still auditioning or are you more in a place where I'm just going to make stuff for me because I know what I can do. I know uh, exactly how to write for myself. And this is the best way to put myself out there as an actor for people to see because I'm controlling what I get to show everyone. Um, I'm, I'd say I'm still auditioning for stuff. Um, Typically, I'm signed up with the Boston casting agencies, nice. like mostly in the Boston area, and I've gotten to be an extra in a few films. Nice. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's 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 you have to find I think a balance between the two. Cause yeah. it's Like definitely, I love YouTube, and I'm still continuing doing it. But then at the same time, it's like there, but there's still like part of the traditional uh, part of the entertainment industry, which I uh, am fascinated by and want to learn by, which is why I enjoy being on set and such like that. Um, but yeah, I'm still auditioning for stuff. I mean, currently I have a acting job in like Boston as a part of a murder mystery nice. theater show. Those are great, it's, man. Yeah. yeah Those are fun. It's been fun. Doing. I've only done one show, but my next one's in October. Nice, so. man. That's awesome. 
it's a good time to have a murder mystery. Yeah. yeah. In October. Yeah, with Knives Out coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah, I think that uh, I like that answer because I think that you're right. I think you need to, as an actor, you kind of need to balance that. Still right. audition, but still, you know, make yourself some work so that you're still getting work. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like you're just you confine yourself into one aspect of the industry. You can, like, branch out and, like, learn all of it simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, like I said before, you have a very similar path and some of the things that you've done on YouTube and what we've done. Uh, this is another question for the table. Um, we've all kind of come from a sketch comedy background on the channel. That's how we started. Uh, do you think that's been crucial in the development of where we are now for your channels and for our channels? Just on, do you think it helped us learn how to create on a on that scale and on that website? And do you think that we wouldn't have uh, developed this much had we started with a bigger task like a, a a mini film like a short film like a 30 minute film do you think that wouldn't have uh, had as much of an impact as the sketch did because i know for us we were making sketches every week and so we were constantly working on something mm. like writing and directing and and videography uh so do you think that that realm starting in something like sketch was more beneficial uh to the development of all of us as filmmakers and and content creators um i would say yes because um for me personally when i was doing my comedy sketch era it taught me a lot about um being more comfortable on the camera um and also writing because you would have to learn when you do sketch comedies like all right this is a different world than the past two sketches Mm -hmm. for example so it's like it's constantly the new character uh, what makes him different from the past characters and like wh- and why is he the focal point of this next sketch that we're doing so it's like it, it does you do learn a lot from it and I know going forward from when I start doing commentary videos on imaginary work it'll definitely help me because I already am pretty good with script writing mm-hmm. so any jokes that I think of ahead of time I definitely uh, am more ready for it and more um, ready to be comfortable in front of the camera nice what about you boys they both pointed at I know they right. I'll, I'll <laughs> say I think I think starting with sketch it, it benefited our techniques mm-hmm. going forward you know like the work camera what angles look good how to do certain shots and things like that but looking at it now in reverse I'm, I'm so much more fulfilled not doing sketch and doing yeah. like actual some meaty stuff because like, like you said sketch comes one day you do the scene the next day it's a different world yes yeah. you know there's no not that there's no like artistry to it, but there's no like thing there that like grabs you. Right. For me, yeah. anyway, I could be completely wrong. It's hard to develop it's like, in a character. Like I didn't go home and after a sketch day, I was like, man, I really love that character today. <laughs> you know, because I just did it for two minutes or three minutes and washed it out of my cycle. And it was pretty much Kobe playing a guy with a different name. Yeah. Because I didn't really, you know, you don't build it like that much. Yeah. You know, but that the idea of starting with it and then building is a true thing. You know, I think if we didn't start there, we'd have a lot of backdrops that we don't have now mm-hmm. you know like we wouldn't know what to do certain ways of certain things like what to look for in writing you know and stuff like that but overall sketch sketch is sketch you know you can always do it you can always not do it but yeah i don't think that was always our end goal you know mm-hmm. like we ventured pretty quick not quickly away from it we we did yeah yeah you know and i don't think not that i don't think we'll ever go back no i, I can't see a way yeah we would 
Yeah. I think yeah. they're good training wheels. That's what I mean. Um, right. Especially for me. Like, I already knew going in I wasn't going to be great at it. It just <laughs> was never, like, my forte, I guess, or, like, my so training. So the guy who wrote one of our best sketches of all time. There's, there's like dad no dialogue. That's the best part, no dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Colby. I'm saying that's a dig on all of us for our acting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like Colby said, like, I am, like, I think we all are much more fulfilled at where we are now because, like, this is, this was always kind of the end goal. Yeah. You know, or a stepping stone to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but always be thankful for that sketch era just to kind of hone who we are as um, artists and creators and everything, kind of, like, figure out, like, oh, we're good at this, not good at that, like Kobe was saying, but um, just figuring out it was a, it was a good ride. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I definitely never wanted to stay in sketch, but I'm gl- so glad and so grateful that we started in sketch because, mm. you know, we were writing constantly. So our writing, it helped us develop as writers and yeah. learning how to write scripts because we're all self-taught. And learning how to co-write. Let's.